Hi, I'm Antrell. I'm a mom, a wife, a working professional, entrepreneur, and most of all, I'm an everyday person just like you. I created the Smooches Podcast to help empower, inspire, and to help you discover your true authentic self through storytelling and laughter. So let's get inspired and laugh. Tell a friend about the podcast, subscribe, follow, rate, and if you're ready, let's have a good time. Smooches! On this episode of Smooches, I am bringing to you the Smooches Book Club. Yes, the ladies are back and we are discussing the book Unfaithful by the author Natalie Borelli. And this book was a great read from beginning to the end. Suspense was a thriller. It was great. So if you want to read along with us or follow our discussion, you can stop the audio here. Go ahead and download the book or get or download the audiobook and then complete it come back to this episode and see if you agree with what we had to say about the actual book or what were your views about the actual book also I do want to give a um I guess a warning beginning before the podcast um episode because we had some snacks during this particular um, recording of this podcast episode of the book club and we were munching a little bit so I do I hope you're able to get through it and still understand what we're saying and then being able to follow everything so if you're ready let's get into the discussion until the next time smooches The main character is Anna. Mm-hmm. And then we have Alex, um, who's Al- who's Anna's student. Mm-hmm. We have Lewis, who's Anna's husband. We have June, the co-worker. Okay. And we have Jeff, the co-worker. Yeah, I could so that's are- it was co-worker. I, I will have I was forgetting June's name. I couldn't, I was trying to go back to find her name. I couldn't mm-hmm. remember. So it was June. Okay, got it. Yeah. So those are our, all our main characters that we need to be concerned about that we're going to discuss. Right. Okay. So how did the book make you feel? Like, was it a struggle for you to get through or was it like smooth, like a smooth read and like, you can like really like get through it. You didn't struggle, like trying to identify or figure out like, what is this happening? What's going on? You know? No, it, no, it was very easy to get through um it took off you know at a at a great pace it didn't take too long to get off into some action it's like okay mm-hmm. you know like you said judging off the title unfaithful you thinking it's going to be one thing it kind of seemed like in the beginning uh-huh. that it was going to be something with her and her student yeah so that's what kind of drew me on oh because i'm looking for who who who's going to be unfaithful like who is it so i'm like <laughs> oh it's the wife unfaithful mm-hmm. that's what i was thinking so no it was it was um a nice pace for me okay so mm-hmm. I felt like it was, it was a smooth pace for me I felt like it was like a good read from the beginning mm-hmm. um like you said because it starts off with the incoming call from 
um, Alex, the student right. of Anna. Right. Because Anna, Anna's, well, let me just do a back, like, uh, like a recap of what we read. Okay. So, all right. So basically it's based on Anna. Anna's the, um, she's a professor at a college. Mm-hmm. And so she's taking like, um, she's doing like a mentorship for a student by the name of Alex, who's trying to figure out some big experiment called the Penty Stone. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's so crazy. I'm like, where do they get these names from? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. With this, um, like the, the answer to this big question to, you know, figuring out this big um, experiment called the Penty Stone. So he wants to go, he, he sought out Anna, came to the, um, the university to work with her because he knew she had some dealings with the Penty Stone. Like he knew this already, but then he made her think that, oh, I just read some um, articles that you did. And I feel like you are a great professor and things like that, uh-huh. you know? So he played on that so heavy. And the way right. he looked at that at the end, Oh, I can't even. Yeah. Anna is married to Lewis and Lewis and her have two kids together. And then you have June, who's the secretary of Jeff, her other coworker, who's like a professor too. Mm-hmm. So basically Anna um, is helping um, Alex with this big experiment project. Um, and the experiment project um kind of gets solved um and Alex says that he solves the the big experiment and then he takes credit for it but he's like stressed and depressed and everything like that so he's Uh not right he's in his right mind um he's um acting erratic and everything and crazy (laughs) he's calling her all times of the night like you know I need your help um you need to come to me like he's very needy um, and she caters to his every need. Right. You know? And I think like that is so like the, it's was that an inappropriate that relationship or what? It was, but I, I, I understand like in reality, I can see the reality in that because they both had their own reasons for wanting to get the information. So mm-hmm. it would be a big deal for her and it would be a big deal for him. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you know, the, the, um, professionalness of it or the, or the, you know, uh, however you say it, the, the, you know, all the morals of the situation kind of went out the window because they had this big thing going on and nothing mattered more than that, because that they both had things at stake behind this, solving this Pinty song. So, yeah. I just didn't like, okay. So it started, the book started off with Alex calling Anna's house in the middle of the night, like yeah, <laughs> times in the night, she in the bed with her husband, <laughs> you know, Lewis, and you know, and it's so weird because Lewis was so cool about this kid always contacting her. And uh-huh. to me, a man, I mean, contacting her any time of the day, any time of the night, like he was okay right. with it. Uh-huh. Like he just, you know, and I'm like, okay, what man? Is going to tolerate a student of yours that you're working right. with, you know, professionally, like right. tolerate them calling you all times of the night. And it's so right. 
It's going to be like, what the, what's going on? What are you doing? Are you hooking up with your student or what? Exactly. Right? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you messing with the student. That's what I thought. Definitely. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what I thought. I thought it was going yeah. there. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, he is banging the student. Yeah, that's why I'm like, that's why I was all. I said, ooh, she messing with the student. Yeah, <laughs> listen. So I was really trying to read into it too because I felt like, mm -hmm. okay, he he didn't. Um, the husband didn't get upset, but I'm mm -hmm. thinking like, what is his deal? Because he's not mm -hmm. upset about this guy calling her. Today, but why are you not mad right what's going on with you <clears throat> yeah he seemed he seemed a bit disconnected himself yeah so he's like what yeah you're not concerned this guy calling in any time of the night like you like okay could you just tell him <laughs> not to be calling <laughs> and that's it Right. In my house would have been a whole situation. <laughs> that would have been a whole yeah. situation. Yeah. It could yeah, have been a Like I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just it, it was definitely a cause for like, hey, wait a minute. What what's going on? Yeah. I agree. <laughs> that was just like weird. So I was like, okay, some is up from the jump. Some is up for the jump. So Anna goes to um Alex and Alex commits suicide in front of her um and jumps out the window um and then Anna watches it all happen and she's trying to figure out like what to do um quite frankly and mm -hmm. this is at the very beginning of the book so it was like bam it went right into it right <laughs> yeah it was like bam right and I just was trying to place myself into her place like in her position like if I was right there and all of it was going down, what in the world would I do? Yeah. Like, seriously. I did too. I was cringing. But <laughs> I, I was just like, I just don't think she handled it the right way. And it kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I was just like, I don't know what I would have done. But it's just like, I feel like she doesn't, by not, you know, um, handling it or speaking up to it, I just feel like she kind of made matters worse. In my opinion, made matters worse off top. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. but she had something to hide and gain at the same time. So those are the things that's like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. she had. If they did their research, it was someone she had motive. You know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was a lot. It just the fact that he cut her out is like a, a whammy. And yeah. So I can see her like going through her mind, you know, um, going through all the things like, you know, okay, if I say something, it's going to look like I was jealous or, you know, it, something's going to show up where it's going to be proven that I um, wanted all the credit and he wasn't going to give it to me, you know, I, you know, so all the stuff would have been going on in my head too, but there would have been no way. I would have walked out of there like she did. She walked out and went back to her normal life. Like ain't nothing happened and was like, let that just be shown in whatever they come up with because of how he murdered himself and that's it. And I just right. carry on. I could that, not do that. Yeah, that was that was like, I, I just felt like how, you know, how did she do that? I mean, technically she did not kill him, but she saw, I don't know. And, and like I said, what made it risky 
um, because it would have looked like she had motive because it was a cash prize, a large amount of cash prize. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's something to think about because somebody would have been like, oh, okay, this is why she did it. This is why it was her. I don't know what I would have done, but I don't think I would have been able to just go back to work, you know, and yeah, act like it didn't happen. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't have done none of that. What she did, none she of it. Out of there, went back to her home, to her husband, to her two kids. She went back to work. She interacted with everybody like nothing right. to it. Um, right. She let the news unravel. Where yeah. this came back to her, like, okay, Alex is dead. Um, and she was like, oh, really? Like, you had to play a role? <laughs> yes. And it Woo. was, she went on with life as normal. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it was going to be only solely, the story was going to be solely about her and Alex and, mm-hmm. you know, their situation until like a whole nother situation came about. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. So this is, the unfaithful about it right it's like oh my god was like a twist so the twist was that the husband lewis was having an affair affair yeah and this is why he was not bothered by her having this random student call because he was right but up until we found out that he was having an affair i really thought that she was the messed up one in the relationship yeah, but now let's talk about Lewis's and his um affair really quick. Okay. So Lewis, um, she con- she came to find out Lewis was having an affair. Was it that um he had a art exhibit, um, mm-hmm. like a art exhibit, something uh, award or coming out or something? Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, <laughs> uh, what was her name? Was it Beth Elizabeth or something? Was it Beth, Beth something? I can't remember. Yeah. Brief, like, you know, but yeah. Um, so he was having, well, let's say her name was Beth. All right. right. So, like, you know, so he was having an affair with her, um, and that she mm-hmm. was there and she just, you know, their interaction together. So she came to believe that they had an affair before that, before the actual exhibit. After the the um the stuff that happened with her student Alex or whatever, mm-hmm. after she was trying to like kind of make her life be normal and she went to his studio her husband's studio and looking for him he said he was going to be there and she noticed she had saw the exhibit there and she was looking around and just a woman's intuition she saw like nice things that only a woman would have in there and her her you know intuition started turn her Olivia why is this and she saw two wine glasses and they were like yes like you know a, a nice little delicate design on them she's like well what's going on so she had that's what put the suspicion of an affair or something so she was on high alert yep and then it was an exhibit thing and she was putting two and two together so yeah right and she was like oh my gosh like who could he be with right right it was a woman's touch it was clean it was clean and tidy and she knew that wasn't her husband so yeah and she was like oh it's two nice glasses yeah. And this and that, and I'm like, oh wow. That would definitely make me start thinking, like, what in the world is going on? Right. Seriously. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, yeah. So you're right. I forget. I forgot mm-hmm. all about that. I forgot all <laughs> about that. That was leading up to the events. Right. So I think it became noticeable once they came, when she went to the art exhibit after that, right? 
Exactly. She was looking at the interaction that they had between each other. Right. She like, okay, Lewis and his um his little co-worker, you know, right. a real strong relationship, you know. Mm-hmm. But she's putting up a front, like she has a man too, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, we need to get together. Oh yeah. And, uh, remember that we need to all get together and um yes. and you know have dinner. Right. Uh, but the thing was, it was like um <clears throat> everybody's busy. Okay. Right. So looking on their calendars, they're trying to get things together. Mm-hmm. And um Beth, her husband, her boyfriend was like, Oh, well, I'm busy, but go ahead and have dinner with them. And then so they set up <clears throat> and the husband mm-hmm. was all feeling awkward. Lewis was like, Oh my gosh. And it was like, Yeah, yeah, let's do this. And she didn't really right. But I think she really wanted to get closer to this lady to figure out something. Right. Because June, remember her coworker, June, Anna's coworker, June was like, hey, yeah, let it happen. Yes. See the interaction. So, you know, June was like, yeah, that should definitely happen. So that's why Anna was like pushing for it. Like, because once you get them in the same room in your intimate space, you're going to be able to see, you know, yeah, what's mm-hmm. going on. And boy, what did she find out? <laughs> What did she see? Yes, Jill was right on the money. Yeah. Dinner. Yeah, she found out that before because she had because she had the she had. Well, yeah, that's yeah. yeah, yeah. So so after the art exhibit, she was expressing to her husband how she, you know, how she made this big old um, like she she was presenting to him that she saw that Penty Stone. Mm-hmm. She took the idea that Alex. And she's like, I'm going to get credit for it now. Right. So she was explaining to him, like, you know, they want to publish me and they want to, um, they want to give me a cash reward for this, coming up with this experiment and everything. And he's like, right. oh, honey, that's great. You know, and she thought that that bragging about that was going to really make a big deal too at the art exhibit. Cause she right. was, you know, oh, well, um, her husband's like, oh, well, you know, Anna did this and this and this. And, um, girl that was the problem um, that mistress's um thought process she like right whatever you know <laughs> <laughs> i know exactly <laughs> how she found out was um she found out after the day i believe if i'm not mistaken the same day that she had uh went to his studio and he wasn't there and she thought he would be in like the home studio i guess like a little back office and she went in there and she was digging and she found the receipt. Remember, she found yes. the receipt. And that's what got her on a hunt. Yes. Because he had given her a simple little necklace, you know, and this, and when she went to do her research, this necklace was way more extravagant. So mm-hmm. that's why when she went to the uh his artist zip it, she noticed a, a fancy necklace, you know. Yep. So she started yep. putting pieces together. It was yeah. Oh, I forgot yeah, how great she, this book was. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, because she went to the jeweler, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. From the receipt, she went from the jeweler to dig up information like who bought this and you know and everything. And can you show me the same you know necklace and all of that? Right. So knew how it looked. Mm-hmm. He had all the details of it. So when um the mistress came to the house, you know, for the dinner, right she was looking for that necklace around her neck mm-hmm. and all the whole she found it she had it all 
locked it in front of her face in her home child honey i was like okay see that made me want to slap a bee right there man she was playing it way too close way too close but that's how these women do honey uh, girl and then my thing was be this like she was a bold bee because it was even though i knew i would have known the wife would have not known about me and i know this was a gift from him i'm not mm-hmm. gonna wear it because you know we as women we do a lot of investigating yeah the bigger uppers she was so comfortable though she was confident in her bs so it was like she 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 was taunting she didn't care she was cocky she did not care no she didn't she was quite frankly she was like listen um yes i'm screwing your man (laughs) right here's the evidence right if you can catch it (laughs) right you got on that little simple necklace and she had she had on something extravagant that was much more than the necklace he had bought her oh yeah oh yeah and yeah. i mean like so after that happened after the dinner they leave um mm-hmm. she leaves the house the mistress leaves the house the husband goes behind her to see her out because she's like oh lewis you know see her out whatever and he sees <laughs> her out and she goes running upstairs to watch their interaction and yes why he gonna kiss her outside the house, girl? Well, it was the woman. The woman kissed him, but he didn't reject. Yeah, but I'm you know, he might as well. Yeah, and but it, it was like that woman did not care. I think she she hoped that Anna was looking at her. It was like she. she and this is your in the in the, um, yeah. in the window. So the woman she knew, but like, come on, I done been at your house. This is the street where your family lives on. I'm going to be outside. I'm going to kiss you right in front of your house, right outside the door of your family. Mm-hmm. Man. I'm telling you, when that girl scandalous ain't even the word. And I don't know how Anna held her composure because that's just too much. Honey, I would have ran out of that house <laughs> with slippers on. Like, girl. hold on. Uh-uh. See, that's mm. why I draw the line. See, both of y'all mofos, girl, I would have been. That was just the both girl. Of Girl, I had to adjust my seat when I was looking. I'm like, what? I said, girl, this, yeah, this got to be certain people because we all do not handle situations that, that, Mm -hmm. that subtle. I'm just saying that was very subtle and classy or whatever. That was reckless on their half, behalf, the kiss outside, but on Anna's half, she just held her composure so well. Almost I don't know. Her, like, if I was cheating, mm-hmm. like, I probably wouldn't have said nothing because we both doing dirt. Like, I probably, right. like, well, you know, right. Hell, I'm cheating too. So, mm-hmm. you know, so, right. <laughs> you know, now I just, now I just have something to hold over your head if you catch me. Exactly. No, that's how that goes. <laughs> like, that's okay. true. That's fact. Like cool, you doing it? Okay, look, but I, yeah, yeah, that's sweet. Though we both, mm-hmm. got, you know, that's cool. right. But yeah, that's how I was thinking. Like, do Anna got anything else? Like some more dirt that's about to come up. That's how I was thinking because she took that yeah. like subtle. Yeah, but Anna got herself in some compromising situations too, honey. <laughs> honey. So that brings us to her coworker Jeff. Honey, this mm-hmm. dude was hilarious. The way that he talked to her. Oh, yes. He, he was sound like a typical male chauvinist 
pig man you find on your job that just you know mm-hmm. know you have know you have a whole husband boyfriend or whatever but still just think that because we work in this close vicinity that you could possibly have a chance because we work together he just could not believe mm-hmm. you know and he I think he already knew exactly like her self-esteem and her frame of mind so he thought he was going to play on her weaknesses at some point and he was going to manipulate her because he knew it was things professionally she wanted Mm-hmm. he was manipulating her oh yeah and that was like oh my god i can't believe it and so that brings us to so her and his relationship mm-hmm. well really was it it's supposed to be like you know like a, a basic work relationship they had a uh business trip and mm-hmm. um on the business trip like so anna was drunk mm-hmm but she was only tipsy because he spiked her drink and that later on came out and he tried to make it seem like she was just loose right you know she wanted it she was all you know clinging and fling and hanging on him and all this and that and right and she was a tease yeah and um he was just like you know everybody knows that you're loose pretty much um (laughs) seen it you know and uh and um he's just like very he was very jealous of her and very like um kind of um put off because she would not give him the time of day I feel like so like oh she's turning my advance down you know and you right big tease and you know you (laughs) everything you know this is how right I was like this is dirty old man he's just dirty man girl so what about the setup the setup girl wait a minute he played her so bad she he she wanted to put because she was putting in for a position right mm-hmm. or something and right he even submit her information like to be placed on his board like he right. she, and he was just like oh well like you know right. like, okay i'm just gonna take all that attention and make you believe i'm gonna turn right it, but ain't nothing happening i was like that is such right crap and meanwhile promoted the the younger less experienced worker that was working the office he promoted her he got her that position mm-hmm. over anna yep 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 and and yeah that's where i feel like he was jealous of her he was mm-hmm. jealous of her and then I think it really became um noticeable that he was jealous of her because she took control and she had like the the penty stone mm-hmm. um, little experiment and she started taking ownership of it and was like okay right. it's fine and she was getting all this permission and um you know just really like doing her thing or whatever and he was like oh Mm-hmm. and he probably was like oh I'm, I'm i'm happy i probably didn't do that for her or whatever mm-hmm. he was just waiting for her to crumble too right he had it out but, for her. okay so let's get quickly into that so like okay. okay so let's go to let's finish up with um um uh, lewis's lover um anna's husband lewis's lover uh-huh. and how um anna um goes out drunk one night and that you know she she's so angry she goes over the mistress's house mm-hmm. and um so she goes to confront her mm-hmm. you know? um and she's like she just goes to like say she wants to talk or whatever after she leaves june she's like you know june i want to you know go should i do this or whatever after she leaves june because she 
meets up with June to have a conversation like mm-hmm. this, everything that's been going on and, and you know so she's like I'm gonna go home or whatever but she takes a detour and goes over the chick's house I'm like girl what you doing what are you doing what are you doing, are you doing? so she goes over there you know gets let in and this girl's like glorifying everything that goes did not out. deny nothing right didn't did not anything Mm-mm. and then what did she do what and then what did she also um convey Girl, she, she said oh, her- having his baby yes okay what ah. so that would make someone in their sober mind lose it you know but she was you know and i had drinks but <laughs> you know yeah so that was left like I, it <laughs> that's where it was like really twist and turn like we didn't that's know that's what it started like you thought it started before but that's where it started like a lot of stuff started to unfold after that you know because the death of and then the suicide i'm not yeah the suicide of alex that kind of blew over yeah you know i was thinking she was going to get caught for that uh-huh. but that blew over but this thing right here took yeah that took that took the cake right there (laughs) that's when it all really started because like you said the stuff with Alex blew over Mm -hmm. and like that wasn't a big situation they found out he committed suicide and he was you know um depressed and all this other type of Mm -hmm. stuff so it was like okay you know that part is discovered we know about that right Um, but now this part so she leaves she sees the necklace around her neck Mm. And that was another, and then she tells her she she's pregnant. She snatches mm-hmm. the necklace off her neck. Right. She breaks a, a plant a plant pot. Right. And she's like so angry, and she just leaves, you know, she leaves the house or whatever. Right. But like you feel like that was like, oh man, you know, like, and then she was drunk and stuff, like, you know, so she goes home. And then what happens next is like mind-blowing because she ends up dead. Right. <laughs> the mistress right. ends up dead so to me i started thinking immediately anna done forgot what she did it done blacked out blacked out, blacked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you right. know straight right. filter and don't even remember <laughs> nothing right what type of schizophrenic stuff is going on i said yeah. or i said oh i said this is about to get real deep Real. Yeah, that was like, whoa. I'm like, Anna's a killer for real. Yeah, she's a killer. <laughs> she's a killer. She's a killer. She straight up killer. Went up in her house. Don't even remember what happened. They killed Ooh. this lady. Like, really? I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, Anna girl. I'm like, oh, I'm like, you just done. Oh. You done you done messed up the church's money, honey. It's just all bad. All bad that that happened she's trying to remember what happened because she gets the call from her husband he's like she's dead for one thing don't call me telling me your mistress is dead okay i don't give a right ass okay all hysterical about this woman right yeah she's she's dead and she's like who um whatever Beth. she's best <laughs> like the twist and the turns that it had taken to the point where it was like um she was made to believe it was her doing you mm-hmm. know and the husband twisted it to to mm-hmm. make her believe like oh you know 
what did you do? Right. You right. Know, what did you do, Anna? What did you do? Mm-hmm. And she was starting to believe, like, maybe I did do something. Right. Like, exactly. Like nothing was making sense to her. Nothing. And I was like, that just seemed like some really bizarre stuff because I don't I've have you I've never gotten that drunk where I blacked out. I have not no. like and I can't like I got to the point where I could not drive my car. <laughs> right. Like if things were just like too messed up, I had to pull up like I cannot drive. Right. You no, know, somebody who's sober needs to drive my car. Like, you know, right. But never to the point where I blacked out. I never gotten that messed up. No, because you know what? I don't know what that's like. I don't know. I mean, I felt I feel like it's definitely possible, not only with alcohol, I probably can get to a point where I can black out without even alcohol depending on the level of rage. And I hate to admit it, but I, I could definitely see, you know, <laughs> I I definitely believe I have it in me to the point where like something could drive me to the point where, where I just kind of like black out yeah. on the situation. I can see how that happens. So like how that could, how that could happen. Um, I mean, I guess I could. But she was drinking yeah emotionally distraught she had been through a lot so I really thought that Anna had done lost her mind she had done killed this woman you know right but wasn't it funny how the story kind of twisted and then Anna feel like she had to be the protector of her husband and it kind of was like she wanted to you know she had started to reminisce about when they first dated and how how she had to protect him and no matter what it's going to be me and you so if whatever it was she feel like he should protect her and she her job was to protect her husband Mm -hmm. that was her number one goal and they spoke back about they really made Anna look crazy remember about in college about the girlfriend his one true love before he got married to Anna who had the peanut allergy yes yes so I don't know. Did you get it or not? So was Anna behind? Behind no. the Anna? Okay, but it was, he made her think that she might have made her think that. Think and that, that she, like it was some weird thing because they haven't even told the kids, like you know, oh, the ex girlfriend had to get out the picture so mom and dad could be together. Yeah. So that got kind of crazy because they had just a, a whole crazy beginning. Like it was. It was just so many twists and turns that really made this book so interesting. Like it had so many levels to it that you thought you knew, but you didn't know, you know, from the very beginning of their relationship, it was seeds of, you know, deceit. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. oh my God, like everything with that. And then it kind of made sense why Anna's mother did not like the husband. Let's but, talk about that. Yeah. Girl, like, so the whole thing, he was conniving. Mm-hmm. He, he, he took money from her mom, like, after, because right. her mom passed, right? Right, right. And he, and he took the money from, like, um the inheritance. He sold the house. And he sold the house. Forged forged Anna's name. Yes. And she was thinking, like, did I do this? Uh-huh. Like, my thing is, Anna, girl, what is happening with you? Like, you are coming undone. Yes. And like, she could not remember anything. It was like, 
I mean, I, her whole life was like seemed like a, a lie. lie. I, she just was like confused, like because whatever it was, she just knew within her her husband was not he could not have done this. You know, it was not never a husband. She one she was more leaning on her mental mishaps more so than did this man do this? She yep. was willing to take like, did I do this? Mm-hmm. Was this me? Was I capable? I don't remember this. Mm-hmm. She was putting it herself. She never like brought him in for question for real in her mind. She wanted to protect her husband. It was her and her husband, no matter what. Yeah. And that's yeah. the connection they have. It yeah. was um, I love you to death, pretty much. Like I love yeah. you, like so much. And it was like, you know, and he was like, I'll do. So it all came out. He killed, um, he killed the the mistress. Right. Um, it was he, him. He he sold the mom's house. He took all yes. his inheritance. He didn't spend it, but he put it away. Right. Um, he was the one doing the sending the flowers to Anna, making her believe that her mom was doing that. Girl, who does that? Who does that? Who Krista does was that? So freaky. And June was like Anna. She was like, you're doing this. She was like, the the uh, the um the people at the flower shop is are saying that you're the one that's coming in. You're sending the flowers and everything. And I'm like, right, you you're sending yourself the flowers. So her one true confident friend started to think that she was crazy. Like, hey, look, I don't know what I'm dealing with here because mm-hmm. at that point, June, um, June knew that the mistress was dead. Yep. So she did a little research for herself and it was coming to look like, I don't, I don't know who this woman is. And Anna crazy. Yep. She sent herself the flowers. The woman that her husband is having a pharaoh end up dead. I don't know about her. <laughs> I don't know about her. Yeah, you know, and that was this like, I think that put the icing on the cake for me because I started to like, I started to move towards Anna. You go crazy, girl. Me too. I'm like, oh, she's a whole. Si-. Yeah, I, I just have hope, Anna. Anna. Uh-huh. Um, you for one, you can't remember. You're having blackouts. This is way deeper, Anna. Like, you need to really check yourself in. The sun was going on, sis. Like, you know. <laughs> but when everything started to come around, it started to make sense, and it was like, um, he, she, um, Anna went to june's house the husband mm-hmm. was already there he was ready to 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 take out june because that's why right. he loved anna why right. want anything to be exposed because june started to find out the details of it and she was like, right oh. you know right and he was like oh you so can't they, this right so they were going to confront june he told anna don't go over there without him yeah that's because he took his ass over there <laughs> And he's going to try to get rid of her, you know, try to get rid of her, like to cover up all his angles. It just got crazy because it just kind of flipped to the husband and That's all his right. dirt out of nowhere. Yeah, And it was all first placed on Anna. Anna was the Looney Tune. She was the crazy one. Right. But then he quickly just like switched to him. And I was like, well, what is happening? And everything. So, so I kind of just feel like in a way. But Anna had feelings for her friend and she did not want June to be caught up in the middle of it. But she still really wanted to protect her husband in the relationship. But how it went down, it just wasn't going to allow for that, Yep, you know, to happen. 
Uh-huh. And I mean, to the point where I feel like I'm happy it kind of took the turn that it did. Because I, I really didn't want Anna to be like a part of any of that. Like I really wanted it to be on somebody else. I'm like, she is yeah. just like the nicest. And it feels like she's been dealt a raw deal. Yeah. The one thing she's just doing, she's loving her husband to pieces. Mm-hmm. And she's getting a raw deal for it all. Like that's not all of it. It was not fair. It was not fair. And you know, she she didn't know who to turn to until she found June. She didn't know who to trust. Mm-hmm. She um just really, you know, didn't make some of the best decisions, but she I didn't feel like she was a bad person, but it was starting to get bad, you know, like it was starting to get bad. Like just like progressing like it should have. I felt yeah. like it definitely progressed the way it should because um and it didn't stay on one thing too long. It kind of like opened up something and we deal with that, but it wasn't exactly solved, but we it was other pieces to put together. So it was a constant thing. And that's what kind of kept you locked into it right. because you had to kind of like figure out well, well, what happened. Yeah, well, who did, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. So no, I think it progressed in a, in a appropriate uh, pace, uh, definitely. I think so too. I'm with you on that one. I feel like, it definitely wasn't slow. I feel like mm-hmm. it moved the way that it should have. Um, mm-hmm. And I just respected all the twists and turns that yes. it had and the suspense and everything, how it just kept <clears throat> you on edge. I loved it all. Yes. Like, what in the world? I was never expecting this from the book again. Like I wasn't. I wasn't. No, 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 okay. not at all. Okay. Okay. So were there like parts of the book that you thought were like unique or places um, or like provoking things or disturbing things. We did talk about some connections. You want to talk about that? Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. This was definitely, even though a lot happened in the book, this was definitely the, oh my God, plot twist when it came out that Jeff, her boss, had basically set her up with her nephew, had her nephew set her up, take those pictures, blackmail her. She had no idea that it was connected to her boss, but I'm like, he went through the lift to do this? Yes. That blew my mind. That blew my mind. The level of deceit. (laughs) You know, I could not believe that he had, which again, they were at a work function. Mm-hmm. And she was drinking and he kind of, I don't know how he knew that she would go for this guy. He was younger, hot, and he was presumably a part of the staff, the college staff. Uh-huh. And uh, she, you know, she let herself get carried away. At this time, she knew that her husband was cheating. So I guess maybe she wanted to feel good. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, that was crazy. I mean, like I said, no doubt Anna made some bad decisions. Yes, yeah, she did. But it was kind of human I could see that happening to me like okay we we know we're doing something wrong but we think that we okay I'm not gonna go this far mm-hmm. but the whole setup of it where you know she made out with the young man and the young man you know took her shirt off and then took pictures yes and that was the part when I when it all came out that it was her um basically like the the head guy of the uh college her her uh, the department nephew he set her up yep and how did she, 
how did she find out she went to the house she followed him she yes. followed she did a lot to try to track down this person he harassed her mm-hmm. scraped things in her car which made her think crazy like she had something to hide about that like people were playing with her mind on every at at her husband played in her mind her work professor mm-hmm. the lead man of the department played on her mind the the mistress played on her mind the things that she didn't speak on played on her mind mm-hmm. so it really seemed like she was crazy it seemed like she just was like losing control and i thought that like i said she was the problem i thought she was the unfaithful crazy unfit one but I'm so these things happen yes because i <laughs> forgot about all of that that's what that's the part that's the plot twist that blew my mind like get out of here yeah that is his nephew he set her up that was deep <laughs> that was deep for me like i feel like i and i totally forgot about that i wasn't gonna speak on that part but that was definitely like that stuck out to me because that was like how conniving can you get how conniving can you get okay so the part for me that stuck out that was like the most unique part to me was at the end because she mm. was like holier than thou she was like okay i'm getting my life mm-hmm. i'm gonna just say that you know these were not my notes i can't i'm not gonna take um credit for the mm-hmm. um experiment the penty stone experiment you know i'm gonna do what's right and then when it came about that these notebooks were delivered to her and to come to find out she solved it all along all along it was all her doing girl that was definitely the plot that was definitely the plot twist because right and right uh because alex had taken the notebooks he got them from a yard sale that's how he knew who she was okay that's how he had to contact her where to locate her knew she knew something about it knew that she can help him along and pretty much solve it he knew she had already gotten majority of it right right and she had her life whatever happened that traumatized her kind of made her forget and it was so in the estate sale with that dog on a husband or whatever he got her her notes and stuff from the house that she grew up in the yeah. estate sale so he bought and, the, and it all came back to this whole time she was beating herself up thinking she wasn't smart enough, wasn't enough. She yep. solved the, the major problem. She did it. Did it. So that blew my mind. You know what? Out of everything, you know, yeah, that, that's definitely a key point right there. Yeah. That yeah. right there. Because I, I had wanted yeah. her to win from the beginning. I said, please, yes. don't let her be out of her mind. Like, I don't right. want her to be in the state. She done, she's taking on all of this. All of this. Like, pretty much been like the punching bag to everybody mm-hmm. i did i wanted her to, i wanted her to win even though i thought she was kind of guilty like i said i just don't think that she handled some of the situations the best way right but i didn't think that she deserved to to go down like that you know yeah i was like yeah Lord, no just don't let her like you know she doesn't deserve this you know so i was happy to see that all unravel for her i'm like oh like that's that is totally realistic totally realistic i mean we wouldn't you don't think that it's an ideal thing to happen if that's not your lifestyle but from what i've been seeing on you know these you know channels and stuff like that not reality tv like like Mm -hmm. cases 
people have a lot of things to hide for different reasons and no matter depending on where your life takes you or how you what you're willing to lose or not those scenarios could be very well realistic the the creepy boss Mm -hmm. the setup you know Mm -hmm. the scandal so Mm -hmm. to be honest yeah it was kind of realistic to me I think so too like I don't see anything like where it would skewed me to feel like it was not or like a a fictional book Mm -hmm. Um, like I feel like it to me it just seemed like it was something definitely that could be realistic right this is some ID channel stuff yes (laughs) but let me be specific and I would be remiss to say definitely it wouldn't be necessarily a reality we couldn't have um played these parts out in reality as black women we would have been taken down but a suburban white woman this is their story this is something this that's is totally it. realistic for Absolutely. a suburban white woman Absolutely. we would this is not our reality because we can't certain things we would we would have been automatically assumed they would have held us until they figure something out yep. but her just being questioned and kind of her word taken for it, it wouldn't have been able to unfold like that realistically to me for us common black women but a suburban white woman mm-hmm. totally realistic <laughs> totally realistic I have to say that yep I have to say that too like yeah. it, it, it makes a lot of sense yeah it's a lot of sense like on a you know on a, a certain you know like and I, I try to like okay so could it happen mm-hmm. to a black woman like a suburban black woman mm-hmm maybe but then um we'll see when we deal see and it's just different because when police handle us and deal with us it's on it's something totally different we are accused and held we're automatically guilty yes 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 i I mean i agree with that yeah we could be telling the truth but they come in with the suspicion suspicion that we're guilty so to be able to tell a story or or be vague about a story we don't have that um luxury because like i said isn't it's been times where you know you know that you're innocent but but you also know that you're looked at as guilty so you feel so you you know afraid or just so stressed that like you know are they believing me like Uh I really didn't do this you know Uh Uh our life is just different it's just the reality of being who we are that's who we are so that's why I have to definitely say say if being honest with the life that I live Yes. Um, yes, this total the story is totally realistic, but if it was based on a black it would have been different, you know. It yes. would have been different. No, I agree with yeah. that. I agree yeah. with you broke it down just like that because I feel like yes, I agree with everything that you're saying. Like, and I didn't break it down like that, but mm-hmm. now that you mention that and you say that, it just had me thinking absolutely like I feel like yes um could have happened and been realistic yes um do I Mm -hmm. feel as though um it would it could have been a different scenario had it been a different race yeah yeah like that you know so I agree with you like totally and I didn't think about it like that but then that Mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense yeah yeah I agree with you um so um the next question um, if you were working closely with somebody, I think we, and we talked about this, like I jumped to the question, but if uh-huh. you were working with somebody closely, like Anna was with Alex, do you feel as though you, or how would you handle that? Like, how would you handle that whole situation? Would you be the one to be, um, would you be calm about it? Like, would you be, um, 
you know, panicked? Would you be able to conduct yourself like she did and just like go on about like, hey, everybody, you know, I have a job to do. I have kids to take care of. And let's get down to the basic everyday nitty gritty. Like, how would you be with that? That is definitely hard because like I said, she had different things to play into. That's something that's really hard. I really don't know. (laughs) I don't know. You know, because it's like a part of me, you know, I have to really put myself into just her frame of mind. She had, like I said, she had things to lose. Mm -hmm. She had things to gain. Mm -hmm. She had, um, put so much energy into it she also had a close relationship and admiration for the young guy for the young man Mm -hmm. how she came up with it with the um conclusion to handle it the way she handled i am not sure Mm -hmm. of what frame of mind that made her handle it like that yep i didn't necessarily think that i'm like why why don't she just tell the truth but sometimes, like I said, well, for us, again, <laughs> she had the luxury to, to do that. But I have to look at it from a Black woman's standpoint of view. Like, would my word have been enough? Would they kept, have kept digging? Mm-hmm. You know, what, I don't know. But just the person who I am, I probably would have told the whole story. <laughs> I would have told the whole story. I probably would have just told the whole story. I would have told the whole story. Yeah. Even though it would have been, they would have still, you know, probably took took me down, you know, (laughs) and, you know, tried, you know what I'm saying? You know, I would have loved to probably, you know, I don't know, but it's like, I don't want that on me. I would have felt so horrible. I I don't think that I could, oh my goodness, I wish I could just, you know, cover up things so great like that, but I don't think, that would definitely haunt me. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. I could not go and act normal. I wouldn't play it off well. You, they'd be like, something wrong with her. <laughs> something wrong. Like, because it would have been like it would have eventually came to the point where I would have just became undone, and I'd have been like, you know what? And then I would have just made. I felt like me, if I had to have hide uh, to hide it, like that would have been worse for me. So I would have just known you have to say something because for one, I'm not, like you said, I cannot cover that up. I cannot function on a day-to-day basis dealing with something traumatic as that, Mm -hmm. watching somebody commit suicide and then functioning every day. Like I can't, um, it's one thing to like, you know, cause to talk somebody through something like that like and get them away from suicide but like to experience it and see it that's a whole nother thing that will haunt me so first I need to come clean and say what happened because I'm right. gonna therapy afterwards I'm gonna yeah I something just came to mind it when you said Anna did piss me off in the beginning oh shit. I, and I did feel like she drove that boy to to jump out that window because I don't think that you why does she keep coming toward him for the notebook like she kept coming toward him I was mad at her I'm like if she saw that he was on the ledge well why does she kept she kept coming toward him I'm like she's a kid. I'm sorry to go back like that I was mad at her I was mad at her at first I was like I feel like she drove him she saw he was unstable and she drove him out the window she saw that why would you keep coming toward him you know, 
Okay, I was mad. So, I forgot about so that. I was I'm gonna mad. push back on that. Okay. Only because <laughs> I felt like he was only moved because he had a, a normal person, you know. I mean, I know that he was depressed and everything, and he probably mm-hmm. had no sleep and was delirious and everything else working on this project. Uh-huh. Um is why he called her so late, you know, that night she came over there. Um, uh-huh. but like I felt like, you know, her um kind of like approaching him about the notebook and things like that and he knew he had something to hide mm-hmm. I felt like he all the guilt was just building up for him and it just was starting to like break him down and right. I, like you know but I feel like he had the intent to kill himself anyways like I think okay he do it. like regardless I feel like because because listen somebody coming up to me and being like I know you got <laughs> And but I feel like um he just like it was like so much and I mean like he because he knew she wasn't a threat he yeah. he had worked with her like, that's he, true so like if it like me I you know I don't feel like he would have been still working with her if he felt like she was a threat or she would have stolen something from him so I feel like he it had was guilt. the crazy it was guilt. Eyes okay. and he was already you know right up. so you know I feel like yeah yeah right that's true that's true that's true and i didn't know but like at that moment when i first listened i'm like why was she why she 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 rolled him out the window Uh (laughs) you gonna give me that book right i was like this one is crazy (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i forgot that was like my one of my initial thoughts when i first i'm like wait a minute why would she keep but anyway but yeah you're right he he basically was on his wits end with that yeah the guilt yeah if you had a co-worker that came on to you oh came on to you during a business trip and drug you into um an appropriate inappropriate like situation like you didn't remember anything we talked about this too but he told you that he wanted you know to you know that he thought you were hiding or whatever but then um like you guys were like drinking and stuff like that, but you don't remember anything. But then after the fact, like all that stuff happened um, and he's still coming on to you and like harassing you every day at work. Um, how would you handle that? Like, you know, would you would you be as to handle it um, as subtle as Anna, just like, you know, telling them pretty much like to leave me alone and get out of here. And, you know, I want to deal with you. Or would you like do something more like to, oh you know I'm going to you know because he she tried to go to human resources on him yeah yeah um right. or, or he said that he went to human resources on her for he lied yeah he lied. um so like and you knew all of this like he had went to human resources because he's like saying that you you know came on to him sexually or you know this like that and mm-hmm. um what would you like what would you do like because human resources is, is exhausted for you feel like probably because he's already mm-hmm. gone you know like right. you go to the authorities then like would you like try to be conniving and set him up or like what would you do to be honest that's a hard situation because I thought yeah. all the while listening I was thinking about it and I think, think about the young me think about me now how situations not as you know drastic as but kind of on a borderline inappropriate I don't feel like I actually ever handled it the correct way you know 
yeah. I kind of was really passive about it. Whereas mm-hmm. I'm mad at Anna, like, why did she just start a dialogue? Why didn't she tell him? But I understand because especially when you play like a small part, you start to feel guilty. Like, what well, did I cause this on myself? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you want things to be as contained as possible. You need your job. Mm-hmm. You know, are they going to believe me? Did I do something to deserve it? And that's what people don't understand about women who in these situations. And, you know, we're, we're always, you know, as women, the finger is always pointed at us, but these are real thoughts. You know what I'm saying? You, you are definitely being violated, Yes. but you know, life is exhausting as it is. Like I said, you want to keep it as small as possible. Like, is it going to matter? Are they going to believe me? Is this going to be big? Did I do something? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? All these things, like, did I deserve it? Well, he said that I did this. Well, maybe, you know, I don't want to get in trouble. Then she had a husband. I don't want my husband to think I did something. It's going to get too big. So I kind of see how she kind of like handled it the way she handled it, kind of like was trying to just deal with it, even though it wasn't the best way. But I don't even know today, even reading the story, expressing myself to you, that I would not try to keep it a secret, even though I know I wasn't wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if I would do the right thing because uh, we're often not believed. Like, we don't have time to give to being not believed and make us bigger or, or have people have thoughts about us. So we try to keep it as small as possible, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and that's the victim. That's how we become victims. It's not fair, but I see why she did that. Mm-hmm. You know? No, that is like that. So that brings me to like what is going on, you know, these days and how they coming up with the Me Too Act and all that type yeah. of stuff. Like that just makes me think about that. Um, and to the point where we're because we're not believed, you know. Mm-hmm. So we're not believed. And then because we're not believed, what happens is that we go silent and silent. we don't report um things that happen um and we just kind of like deal with it right we deal with the harassment right or until we leave a position right i'm not gonna be at this company where i'm just gonna leave right and um i just felt like that for her i felt like she just was caged in she was right um and she knew if she spoke out about him he had a a particular power over her right he he had already made her to believe that he went to human resources right he had you know he got these he had these connections with the board and all this stuff right you don't have a leg to stand on anna right you know and then she knew she had all this other stuff going on she was like yeah you know i'm just i'm at a, a loss here Right, I can't deal with this. Right, when so. she got her her sea legs and she got her power, honey, I was so cheering for her because that yeah. normally does not happen. Right, she handled that the best way, and I was so irritated. I'm like, well, why didn't she just say nothing? But like I said, when you look at all those factors, I could see, realistically see why. But I'm like, oh my goodness, she just let it get worse and yeah. worse. And he's like, you know, but like I said, I guess she felt guilty because she felt like she played a small part in you know, going out having drinks with him after work, you know, it's like, these are things that we should be able to, to do, you know, so what we're women, so what we're in relationship, we're co-workers or whatever, and you respect me, I respect you, we can go have a few drinks or whatever, it shouldn't be expected, but, you know, she was feeling the way, and I guess she did let things get, 
you know, out of his hand, but it still did not, you know, um, equate to him, you know, the, the relevance of him doing what he did to her. It was not, but it's like, okay, well, how, how would I explain this to my husband? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that was crazy. That was a tricky situation. Mm-hmm. I think I probably would have, um, I think I probably would have, uh, and knowing just me, cause I would have felt so uncomfortable but like mm-hmm. when my back is against the wall like that, I think I would have um, <clears throat> probably still tried to go to human resources. I still would have yeah. tried, like, um, because I would have felt at that point, I don't have anything else. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if, I, if I felt like I didn't want to, and, and then I would have went from human resources to the police. Like, right. like I was harassed that much. I would have done that, you know? And um that was my only hope, you know, I don't yeah. think I could probably get my um, husband involved and be like, hey, you know, this guy is harassing me, you know, I would have tried to first see if I can solve it myself, yeah. I don't know, you know, how well that will work, like, or should I even take that approach or tell him so I can have somebody back me or, but I would have tried to handle it first myself, because that's just yeah. a strong person in me, Right. Oh, and I'm trying not to be that person these days, but I would <laughs> handle it myself like human resources, take the steps. And right. I felt like it was getting like too, you know, serious. Then I would have been like, hey, look, this is what's going on at work. And right. I know I should have been, I should have already told you, but now I need some help, you know. Yeah. But um, I think that's probably how I would have handled it, only because I would have felt like you know what else can I do you know right. it was like right. a really crazy situation I wouldn't mm-hmm. have done every all the things she she did she did I wouldn't have waited and done all the things no yeah I would have jumped on it right away because we know right. that can get out of hand and get out of hand it quick. get out of hand real quick yeah and it's a tricky situation because even though you know things like that still gets turned against against the women right today somebody's probably dealing with that in reality today not probably they are they are you know <laughs> it, this happens <laughs> this is the reality of the situation and with all the news and all the me too we you know mm-hmm. we're not believed you know yeah so, yeah. yeah so that yeah i wouldn't have waited like she mm-hmm. had that with like patience and everything else yeah. like not not the girl yeah <laughs> yeah the girl like I think I have to handle it a lot differently yeah I, now, I thought look, he was gonna play her out her job I'm like oh, I did too he gonna push she gonna she gonna just leave because he just yeah I think he wanted her to leave you know he tried to drive her out yeah. yeah, I think he would. He would try to legitly drive her out. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what he was slowly doing because once he got yeah. on board, it wouldn't be no telling what type of um power moves he would be trying to pull on right. Yeah. right. So yeah, all of that girl. <laughs> husband cheated on you. How um Anna's husband cheated on her. How would you handle the whole situation? that is a hard situation because we all just automatically like you know i'm not having it i wouldn't do that i wouldn't do 
Come on, come from a real place, sis. Come from a real place. Bring it on out, please. Because I'm about to come from a real place. <laughs> I couldn't have um, exercised the patience that Anna had. I probably would have, the plot twist, this would have been me doing a murdering, probably, for real. <laughs> I would have done that shit. <laughs> listen. Yeah. Listen. Okay. <laughs> and I'm just going to say, like not even knowing that the the mistress was pregnant mm-hmm. any of that um it wouldn't have got like it wouldn't have happened the way that it happened in the book she would have never been coming to my house never um because i don't invite stuff like that and i don't right. care if she is your um co-worker or whatever i don't care like you know <laughs> right um especially when i got my suspicions mm-hmm. like you know that none of that would have happened right so it probably would have went down a different type of way okay um but it would have probably been found out that he was mm-hmm. sleeping around cheating with her but to the point where if we all were like because it would have been some confronting like all three of us right, right? and um it wouldn't have got to the point, I think after the fact that the meetup, it wouldn't have went any further. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it would have been some ultimatums made. I mean, the mistress came to the house and then he walked her out. They kissed. I would have ran out then. Right. Like, you know, oh, like, I would have ran out then. You stupid. I knew it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I would have ran out then. It would have been no subtleness about it. Like, and that's just a real, coming from a real side. Like I cannot watch stuff unfold when I know it's happening in front of my face. Right. I just, I cannot, I cannot sit back and just be like, oh, right. This is one for the mental. Like I have one, like, unless, like I said, like, unless I'm doing some dirt too, I'm like, all right, right. Right. One for you, one for me. <laughs> you know, then I can't be mad because it's like, oh, right. I'm afraid him, but I'm doing dirt too. So right. but if I know I'm not and I'm know I'm being that wife like she was, listen, yeah. I would have been running out the house, like I said, all up in everybody's face. <laughs> and yes. like, what you need to do, pack your stuff. You need to go. Right. Go, go, right go with her. her. Go mm-hmm. with her. Go mm-hmm. with her, and we're gonna work everything. It would not have went any further than Mm-mm. that. You can yeah. murder at the house. I don't care what you do, and then you gonna right. try to get back in my good graces. That's fine. Yeah, don't happen. But listen, any further than that? Yeah, I'm like because he came back in the house and got in the bed with her. I couldn't have done mm-hmm. that. I couldn't have done that. Of course, I probably wouldn't have acted on my suspicions. I would have been collecting data. But once she saw what, you know, when she was confirmed, I couldn't have played it any, I couldn't have played it any different. I would have lost my mind. Yeah. And um, yeah. yeah, and you had her in your house. I mean, you that was a chance and she was playing with your children. Girl. And, girl all of that. That stuff is enough. Like I said, I don't know. I would hear whistles in my ear and I would just kind of like black out on that situation. Absolutely. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Smooches. Hope you enjoyed the Smooches Book Club. We had a blast discussing the book Unfaithful. There was so much information that we wanted to go through in one episode, but it just wasn't enough time for one podcast episode. So we couldn't 
do all of that. Um, But I hope that you enjoyed what we had to offer. Follow me on Instagram, Smooches Podcast. Email me, smoochespodcast at gmail.com. Tell a friend, rate, subscribe. And always, I appreciate you so much. And until the next time, smooches!